0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to another Spacemen from Pluto podcast. Uh, I'm your host today, Christian, and joining me as usual is...
1: Ben. Dan.
2: And James. <laughs> Wonderful. Hi guys. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually
0: surprised that Ben didn't do anything... Over, over the top, super zealous.
3: I don't risk what? it with the internet I'm working with. <laughs> Trying to stay nice and relaxed and. Just,
0: just stay perfectly still.
3: Yeah, to the point, don't move. Um,
1: That's annoying, we're... isn't it? That's going to annoy me. All on a sec.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, Danny, but we're like eight podcasting. We can't get rid of bed now.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Come on. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, with uh, WandaVision being out, uh, well, it'll be... Today? D- t- t- today, as you're oh, watching this. Um, so, yeah, with the, with the release of uh we've decided to uh, focus today on other film spin-off TV shows and talk about the best ones that we've uh, found in our experiences.
2: Wait, did did anyone else hear that? Hear what? It, it sounded an awful lot like the person watching <laughs> this remembering to like the video and subscribe to the channel with notifications oh, on. I, oh I hate goodness. this guy.
1: <laughs> Actually, can you unsubscribe? Just go ahead and unsubscribe.
0: Uh, I might yeah, just, man. I might go, uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right, and thanks for joining us. <laughs> like, like with last week, we're not going to, you know, bore you with uh, what we've been watching because, you know, Unless it's important, we'll we'll mention it at some point. But, yeah, we'll just go straight into the main topic. So, uh, who would like to start? Go on, you do it, Christian. Go on, host. Take us away, oh, okay. host. Okay. Um, so, uh, when I was looking at TV show offs of, you know, popular films, uh, the best ones I could see are all kids' shows. So, that's what I'm going to be talking about. And I'm going to start with something that some people might remember, other people might not. Men in Black the animated series. Oh my uh, god. Yes. Yeah, I vaguely I,
2: remember this being a thing. Very vague. <laughs> yes.
0: I remember loving that TV show as a kid. Like I actually went out of my way to try and find DVD copies now and you you, you can't find them anywhere. It, Why it, not? I don't I know. It, it's been like erased from time. <laughs> it's it's How ridiculous.
1: I didn't even know this thing existed. I I don't remember seeing it,
0: it, uh, I can't remember what year it came out now, I'd have to look it up, but
2: yeah, it got four seasons. Yeah, it was like... Well, it will have been the 90s, won't it, because it was <laughs> yeah, followed yeah. shortly after the sh- I, films.
0: I, I, yeah, I'm just... I, I can't remember. I think it came between Men in Black 1 and 2, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, don't hold me to that, it might have come after <laughs> Men in Black 2. But, yeah, I, I
2: didn't really watch it. I, was like, I feel like I was aware that it was a thing, but I never really... I've watched seen it. Late to the men in I think it films. looks
3: really oh. fun. Like it's got like a really yeah, unique style, and like the yeah. aliens look really fun.
0: It's it's a like I remember watching it as a kid, and I have found episodes like online on YouTube and stuff since, where I've watched it back and I've been like, man, they they sound nothing like Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, but it's still like it's still yeah. a fun TV show. It like it it properly expands on like the men in
2: black stories and gives them a bit more adventures but i, I swear <laughs> i remember hearing something about like it it isn't set in the same world as the films cuz isn't at one point isn't there a line where like agent k and j are like oh did you hear they're making a film about us yeah they got will smith to play you like i'm sure yeah there's well, at they, some point they reference the films yeah
0: they oh they they, they they do that sort of a couple of times they like break the fourth wall and <laughs> well, the no, the, 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 fil- the films are films within the <laughs> <laughs> within oh, the universe of the show. I'm it's it's not? super unusual. Um one of the best things that I remember vividly about the show is the, the theme tune. If anyone gets a chance they should definitely go and look up Men in Black, the series theme opening theme tune. I <laughs> I think they use the same like they use the same backing sample as the Will Smith song from the first film they put a bit of a the theme to spin on it yeah what's your favorite
1: it's... men in black film christian my
0: favorite the first one
1: international obviously oh,
0: oh yeah. yeah obviously international great. the one that has nothing
2: to do with any of the even others, i didn't see that film
3: <laughs> does, it, does anyone not does anyone like yeah does is anyone's favorite not the first one like really yeah. do you know yeah. all, of, of all
0: those films surely i mean i i, Wait, I really that, like is... men in black 2
1: yeah it's good it's pretty good but I, I than the first one. It's, yeah, not, it's better not than the first, the first one. one. But the, the the it's one of those that maybe they should have shouldn't have made any sequels, you know? Quit maybe they, they should really have just left did. it. It's I, almost I, like I just, they
2: really tied off the first one with a nice ending that <laughs> didn't yeah, open think, up for exactly. a sequel.
0: Yeah, uh, well, um like with our uh, Ghostbusters two reaction, um if, if anyone's not seen it, you should go watch that. Ghostbusters goodness, two timeless trash. Good. A lot of people go, haven't seen it. Um but yeah, if you've not seen it, go watch it. But yeah, like with Ghostbusters 2, I, I did watch Men in Black One and Two back to Back recently. And Men in Black Two is just Men in Black One told again yeah. in a different way. But instead it J is teaching K instead of K yeah, teaching J. Because at the end of the first film, of course, K is like, Oh, I'm gonna go back to normal life. Um and then he's has to be brought back. I mean the best joke in the second one is uh the Balchinian. <laughs>
2: I thought that
3: was the oh, third one. Oh, that's the second one, isn't it? No, that's the second one. Oh. The second one's... Is the second it, is one's not that great. <laughs> the second one's... Is it Lara Flynn Boyle? Is that a name? Donna from Twin Peaks, and it's Wayne's ex-girlfriend. Is, she, is
1: that her? Oh, I didn't tweet. I think it it's,
3: is. Donna. Yeah, yeah, and it is. What was her name in Twin- in uh, Wayne's world? Ooh. Oh, no. Oh. It's not Cindy, Ben's. is it?
1: Yeah, something like that. I loved the first Men in Black film, though. I went to see we see it three times at the cinema. Oh, my oh man. It was, so it was nice. one of those when I was... How it, old 37. No. You don't sorry. have to answer it. No, I've, um, I'm trying to remember how old I was. Uh, pretty young, like 10 or something like that, I think. Young. Yeah, I think it was about 9 or 10. Right. Um... But yeah, I loved it. It was great. I just couldn't believe, couldn't no. believe how good it was. Quite frankly, yeah. I, was it original at the time? Like, it's pretty original. Yeah. It's, like the concept of the Men in Black is, what I mean. is, is, uh, is a thing that exists. I think it was a comic, and it was also it was based it was a on a comic. Like, yeah, it's based on a sort of conspiracy theory type urban legend site kind of thing that Men yeah. in Black in, in would fact, come and delete your memories and stuff. Yeah, in <laughs> fact, if you'd seen in a UFO the Men in Black comic i'm
0: pretty sure is a marvel comic so <gasps> men in black Explains MCU. Why it's so
1: great it's all connected because they're meant <laughs> to really exist aren't they you know like the men in black are meant yeah, to yeah. like be just, secret service and stuff. it's meant to be like a rung of some secret yeah it's like the secret service here. if you see a ufo or something or have a have a connection with some sort of alien or ufo event they'll come around to yeah. your house and sort of Delete, delete, your memories, yeah. <laughs> and then and then, <laughs> and then go go back, go back to the CIA or whatever, no, or the FBI. Um,
0: but yeah, no, the, the Men in Black like spinoff series is, it's like really good for a kids show, um, and like with uh, probably a lot of the other shows that we could talk, that we're going to talk about. There's sort of room for them to expand the lore yeah,
2: all the other agents in black. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I feel like Men in Black was ripe for some like fleshing out in a TV show. So you get to see all the different cases, all the different aliens that they meet, and like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can start whacking in new agents and that.
0: Yeah, and you know more Frank the Pug because you know that was a necessity,
2: and more the worms. Are they called the yes. worms? Oh yeah.
0: The, the the worms that drink a lot of coffee and play Twister. Yeah, if 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 you've uh, not seen the Men in Black series, like at least go look up the theme. Try and find clips from the episodes because, like, they are. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a very fun has Got a nice show. style to it. Yeah, um, like it's it's definitely in that time of sort of cheap nineties animation. Where the animation can get a bit clunky, especially as the later seasons go on, you can tell that they were like slowly pulling the plug on it. But uh, yeah, it's it still stands up as being like a fun sort of expansion of the universe. Who wants to go next? I'm not. The yeah, host. yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> who, who wants to go next?
2: I can I can go next just because mine's in quite a similar vein to yours, Christian, in that I had I found the same thing that you did when I was looking at which films have had tv shows off kids show seems to get them a lot more than adult shows so uh i'm just going to throw it out there lilo and stitch the series was incredible back in the day like it was so much fun and it's really kind of bizarre because it's not like where men in black you just got the film and then they spun straight off from that we got the lilo and stitch film that was great and they then made a second film that would launch the tv series to explain the whole premise of it
0: yeah stitch has right. a glitch
2: No, Stitch Has a Glitch was Lilo and Stitch 2. They just released Stitch the movie, which set up the premise that, yeah, yeah, he's Experiment 626, which means there's got to be 625 other experiments that Jumba made. And then the film sets up that they're all in this big ball in these little (laughs) pods that only turn them into full experiment creatures once they get wet. So at the end of the film, all of the experiment pods get launched out into Hawaii, and then one by one in the episode, they get wet, they start causing havoc, and Lilo and Stitch have to rock up and be like, no, this like one that's like bouncing and um, causing tsunamis, you can work at the beach and make waves for surfers. And it was all about like going around and finding all the different, they called them cousins, finding them all their different purpose and giving them a catchy little nickname. And it was great. It was just. It, it, was, it was, I love it because for me, I love a good just monster of the week show. You rock up. There's a new thing. You have a little issue with it. You solve it and you move on. I like self-contained little things. Not everything needs to like span over a twenty-episode arc. Like have, you can, the, uh, have you watched the you watched the X Files, James? I I've not, but it's been very recommended <laughs> to me, and I think X-Files. I'd love it. Yeah.
1: That's. Uh, it sounds like Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo Lilo and Stitch. Queen Lyla.
3: gone. <laughs> Palpatine. Lilo, <laughs> Jabba. G. Yes. Got a Jabba. <laughs> Jabba. G. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Ruin
1: yeah. your no, d- uh, no, that's all, really. If you like Monsters <laughs> of the Week, then uh, you probably like X-Files, James. No, that's yeah, yeah, literally Monsters of the Week. There is a I, monster every week.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. The Lilo and Stitch show is, is really great. And, of course, it spanned over several seasons. They eventually did all of the 625 no, did they, they only did. get two? Did I they not th- do all I, I, of them? I
2: looked it up before this. No, I kind of always assumed they had. I looked up it. It got about fifty episodes. Well, because
0: of wow. course the, the last episode wasn't the last episode because they then did a third movie called Lee Roy and Stitch, Phenomenal. and Lee and <laughs> so Lee Roy funny. was Experiment Six Two Seven. He was the he was Stitch but Stitch. Better. He was Stitch but twice as evil. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: So the, the, there's such a great bit in like, it, it's in the film, it's not in the series, but he's in a recurring character for all of it, where the villain, Gantu, gets his hands on the Experiment 625, it's like, he's exactly like Stitch, I'll have my own Stitch, this will be great, he'll be my perfect henchman, so he activates him, and he does, he's exactly like Stitch, he has all the powers of him, all the strength and all that, but he has no bloodlust because he just wants to make sandwiches instead. Oh, <laughs> That's his whole character arc. Yeah. Is it, a fun, is, it, is it like a comedy show? Or is yeah. It a bit of drama yeah, yeah, and, yeah. No, yeah, it's essentially, it's a kids' comedy show. It's a bit of fun. It's all a bit wacky. Yeah, they,
0: they 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 do the monster of the week thing, but of course, there's all the side characters like Jumba and Pleakley are always getting into hijinks, and they're, they're, there's just a lot of there's a lot of kids show, but it's still a, like a fun. Yeah, it's
1: what, just what, that horrible especially. episode where um, Jumba got murdered though. That was awful, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, they ended that Lilo and Stitch show, and then they were like, well, Stitch Stitch has done a bunch of the experiments now, he's kind of run his course with Lilo, I know, we'll do another TV show spin-off of that TV show called Stitch, where we'll send Stitch to Japan, draw him in an anime style, and hook him up with his new owner, Yuna.
2: I do not
1: remember this. Oh, this was not that long ago. Christian <laughs>
2: could just be
0: chatting utter
2: drivel.
3: Like <laughs> yeah, no, I, I yeah. just I'll believe that. How
1: is no, this in it, your it, mind? It was incredible.
0: It, <coughs> it, it was Disney trying to break into the anime market when <coughs> anime was getting oh popular, my gosh, mm-hmm. right. and they used right. Stitch as the forefront of that. Let's see, it's I think, it's very weird. It, I, I don't it, think it, it ran very long. To be honest, um, I just remember James Google just Google, Google says that it
2: got eight seasons. Eight seasons. Yeah, IMDb ran from 2008 to 2015. Wow, that is insane. How have mm. I never heard of this? <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm doing my evening. <laughs> <laughs> what am I watching? Open up <laughs> Disney Plus. Stitch. Oh. <laughs> do you reckon it is on?
0: Uh, I mean, if it got Disney eight Plus. seasons, I I reckon that it might be. Oh, I'm checking this now. <laughs> Pause the podcast.
2: Yeah, quick care. pause while James quickly watches a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> while I watch eight seasons of a TV yeah, show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we move Gosh. on to the next one then? Go on then.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Go on.
1: Well, uh, I'll, I'll go next. Yeah, go on. Um, so mine was, uh, it's, a, it's a film that was created from a television series. Um, and it was done as a result of, I think some kind of fan petition or fan backlash because the TV series was uh, cancelled before its time, um, does Ben, does Ben know, does Ben, I th- feel like Ben knows, I, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to go for Serenity, uh, which was a spin-off of Firefly, um, Fireflies pro- probably still, one of, one of my favourite T V shows. I mean it's not perfect, but it's sort of I think it, it's it's one of my favourite shows because of the just the amount of unrealized unrealised potential there with that show. Like I loved the universe of it. I loved I loved the whole setup. The characters were great, it was a really intriguing story, everything was like poised to be like a really kind of classic sci fi T V show. You had Josh Whedon at the helm a bit of all uh, building on his, you know, reputation from Buffy, similar style of humor and writing, it's really good. And then they cancelled it after the second season. It was like, what the hell? Like right, mid story, it was cancelled. And um, after the first season, I was gonna right? say I thought it only got one. <laughs> <season>. <laughs> no, no, wait. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, it was just it one season. Like I'm thinking episodes. it was. Di- I'm thinking it was divided into two for some reason. But no, no it was only season. third. It was only thirteen episodes. Yeah, that's that's right. Which when they were originally aired, were actually aired out of order which is bizarre yeah to they me
3: burnt that show from the get-go yeah it was got canceled it
1: got a real like bad deal from uh the uh the network that it was broadcast on. i think it's fox uh, or some derivative of fox uh, was, branch of fox. fox yeah yeah why did it why um, was it aired out of order uh i've honestly I'm not totally sure it, it must have made sense cause to
0: because fo- fox treat their tv shows poorly <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean the that's why nobody weren't... watched it because it was out of order. Yeah. and so it got mean, cancelled. The, <laughs> the ratings weren't weren't great for it uh, because yeah, one of the reasons was um, it was it was aired out of order, which is an inexplicable decision, really. Um, but it happened the way it did and was eventually cancelled. It got like a cult following on when it came out on DVD though. People were able to watch the episodes as, as intended and everything, and it got a bit of a cult following because of that. And then people said, "No, we can't. We we need to finish off this story," and that's where serenity came in and and while obviously like i would have loved to see the story play out as a tv show and actually be more nuanced and go into detail i think serenity did a pretty decent job of like tying everything up and it's better than nothing as well it's better than just the story yeah. being like yeah, yeah. left I, I was,
0: it's, it's better it's better than leaving it on like a cliff because some shows get cancelled they're left on a cliffhanger and then you never get to find out what happens next it was yeah. nice that they were able to sort of, at least tie up the loose ends and give it yeah. a definitive ending. Yeah, because sure.
2: I've never seen Firefly or Serenity, but wasn't I, I think I've heard that isn't that the kind of point behind Serenity is they didn't know if they were going to get more seasons. They didn't want to go like, yeah, yeah we'll sort we'll carry on with the seasons and then get cancelled again. So they went, look, we're just going to make a film... Tie up loose ends and be done, Close so that we all. don't leave you I on think, the edge again. I mean, I think
1: what happened is that the, that that the TV show was just cancelled. They just completely pulled the rug out out from from under the whole thing. There wasn't even a question of there being uh, further episodes, and it wasn't until like there was obvious profit to be made from releasing a film that then the film was given a go ahead. So it worked well for. You know the studios, and it worked well for the fans, and we got the film that we got in the end. Um But yeah, as far as new episodes, I don't think it was ever on the table really. Although now there is rumours of a Firefly revival, and yeah. I think that I think I could see that happening. I don't know exactly how they do it, um, but because you'd need to involve Nathan Fillion, I think you'd kind of unless I'd they be... want to completely reboot I, I, I it. I was and...
0: going to say, I I think that. Disney would bring back Nathan Fillion. Um, I don't know whether they'd retcon Serenity.
3: No, I th- I think they'd just do a new crew, and maybe Nathan Fillion pops up in it. Yeah. And would I'd move forward. That seems to be the yeah. kind of trend
2: now with like old revivals. Yeah, bring back I'm... the
0: favorite character, and then
3: have them pop up in little roles. Like, well, don't we can't we can't say too much because spoilers for. Where characters yeah. end up for James, but yeah. some yeah. people could return, some might not for whatever reason. But you know, it's. I'd be I'd be happy. I I enjoy the world. It it does. It the world is a bit like Star Wars. It's quite simple. It's quite used and rugged, but it's got a history to it, and I and, I, and you enjoy that about it. So I enjoy the world, and I'd be happy to see that again more so than just seeing. Nathan Fillion again and etc.
1: It's a really cool mixture of, you know, space opera, Star Wars style, sci-fi, um, and with, a a hand solo, with a Han Solo type character, you know, Weed yeah, it, uh, it really, and everything, yeah, it and re- uh, westerns, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, re- it really baffles me that there's so many sci-fi TV shows like Firefly that do one season and then get cancelled because it's like, sci-fi is like sort of one of the best genres for doing tv shows because you can expand and expand and expand yeah and that like there's so much more you can there, there's so much potential and so much more you can do with it and when stuff like firefly doesn't get given the chance by whatever network they're on to flourish it's mm. it's a real shame
3: it's just like because sci-fi especially tv isn't what it is now and sci-fi is like the most probably one well, of the most budget demanding genres you could do you know you can't like down an abbey you just go to a big house and film it As firefly <laughs> yeah. you've got to create sets and ships and yeah, co- yeah. you know yeah but tv now in the gold like things shows like the expanse got cancelled and they've survived they now it's now on amazon and still going quite strong i think like if firefly came out now it probably would have lived on it would have been a success from the get-go, for
1: probably. sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. right. Yeah. it was just a casualty of sort of the network system at the time, and th- and you yeah, know, we didn't have streaming services, did we? We just had yeah. sit down at a certain time and watch this television show, and whether or not people yeah. did that depended on the show succeeding or not. Yeah, so, the, the
3: film as well did really well, taking the show and making it feel like you felt like the wider budget of the film, but they also like, see, like, so, like the Power Rangers film, they had completely different outfits, didn't they? From the show, the Mighty Morphin, but in the, in the film, it's still their same costumes, but they're, they're a little bit spruced up a bit. You know, it's, it's a little bit, the ship's looks a bit better, you know, yeah. but they still kept the original. It
2: still feels like it is stuff. actually those characters. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, there's not just a completely clearly more thing. money in it.
3: Yeah. yeah. But like the Mighty Morphin film, just like a, it, it almost doesn't, it's a whole different thing nearly. Yeah. Um, Here's an
1: example. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I you, yeah. of. <laughs> just, just, just. And also, maybe if you look back at Firefly now, I've not watched it for years. Maybe some aspects of it will be dated now, you know, and and it's very possible that some aspects of it will be dated, so it wouldn't translate over. I don't know, but the world still exists, and the idea of the world still exists. It's still cool, as far as that goes. So we will see if anything yeah. comes of those. At reasons. the end of the day,
2: it's Nathan Fillion. Just
1: give yeah. us more Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah. no matter what. what he's in, just slap him uh,
2: in.
3: Yeah, I'm annoyed that he keeps making cameos. Like he's like a cameo in this. Came- just put him in. Like he's in. I know he's in the new Suicide Squad, but he won't be in it for longer than like five minutes, man.
2: You reckon he's mm. going to be an early kill off?
3: Yeah, I think James Gunn thinks it's funny to whack him in because he's in it. He's in a Guardians film as like a voice or something. Try uh, talk about mine. Go on, go on. Bring mine, us on. mine is what I've been watching supposedly if you get to tie that into what we've currently been watching mine my show is still ongoing it has not finished and i'm talking about cobra kai the sequel show to the karate kid Mm -hmm. Um, a very fun very fun show a great continuation of the of the world of the karate kid um, I think so. Like the first two seasons was on YouTube, which was like a, a bit—I don't know—bit of like almost like a bit of a death knell, like do you know what I mean for the show. Like no one pays for YouTube Premium, yeah. But There's the no quality of the show and the fan base has made it endure, and they put it on Netflix. I think, and it's just steamrolled and steamrolled. And then they then they uh, commissioned more seasons of it. It's just going to get stronger and stronger. It's a great continuation of the world. I was going to say, how, um, does it,
2: how does it work though? Because it's not like the Karate right. Kid, from what I know, has got a huge amount of lore. <laughs> so how do you build a show out of that?
3: Yeah, so there was there's three Karate Kid films with Daniel LaRusso, which is Ralph Macchio's character, and Mr. Miyagi. And there was a fourth one with uh, Hilary Swank. If Hilary Swank's in Cobra Kai, yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Anyway, <laughs> so the premise of Cobra Kai is they focus on Johnny Lawrence, who is the bully in the first film. And they make him the protagonist and you see it from his perspective 30 years on where he's at and he gets the inspiration to form a new dojo and revive cobra kai which was his dojo run by his evil master john crease the sensei sorry his sensei evil sensei john crease and we then we then look back at the film and go Is Daniel LaRusso actually the villain? There's the popular fan theory. I think from uh, they how I met your mother, uh, yeah, yeah. like that gave it traction as well to bring the show back in the first place. I was going to
0: say it's it's a big thing from like Community, How I Met Your Mother, a bunch of other sitcoms have like worked the karate kid in and been like, but Daniel LaRusso isn't the protagonist of the story. Mm
3: -hmm. And but the the great quality of the show is it's both. What they've done with Johnny and Daniel, but also the new characters, the young kids and they're torn between do they go with Miyagi-Do style of karate or the Cobra Kai strike first, no mercy style of karate and how and how it's affecting their lives and the parents, the adults like Daniel and his wife being like. Why are you in a karate war? It's really this is really dumb. It's so this is so silly. We must call the police and stop this madness. Like the great quality of the show is it. It, it takes the '80s cheese of those films and involves it and keeps the comedy of the show. Like Johnny Lawrence's really is almost like a man out of time he he doesn't know what the internet is he thinks a hashtag is called a hash brown he doesn't know how a phone works he's like he doesn't know anything so the comedy is really great and how they've evolved the character the treat the usage of daniel being like the master now the luke's the obi-wan style character is really good and john john crease the villain is so gloriously villainous he's (laughs) he's just utterly evil and he loves it and it's great i'm a bit annoyed of this trend of villains being three-dimensional oh he's not really a villain from his no he's a bad guy he is <laughs> he wears all black he's the villain like and he loves being the villain he, he like he phones up daniel is like yeah there's gonna be a war daniel and you can't escape it and it's like it's great and like the show does really well they treat those three films as history, as fact, regardless of the quality of those later films. I really enjoyed the second one. The third one's not that great. They happened, and so they do really well taking bits and bobs from each film and acknowledging them. Like in the latest season, uh, Daniel goes on a side quest and goes back to Japan, which is the setting of the second film, and he meets the characters from the, uh, the second film again. I think what they're doing... In the third film, there's a character called Terry Silver, who's a who's his uh, he's, he's nuts in the film. He's really <laughs> over the top and wild. I think they're setting up that he's they're gonna bring him back, the nutcase <laughs> villain from the third <laughs> film. And it's just gonna be nuts. But yeah, the the show's very uh, silly, but also serious. And it what it does with the the legacy characters, we're gonna use the Star Wars pun, is um is quite fun. And it's thirty minute episodes well paced it's really worth the watch i'd really I'd watch those first three karate kid films and then watch the um the show also um the second jennifer from back to the future and the boys is in the first karate kid and they're hinting that um she might pop up in the show yeah I was gonna say,
2: i've heard really good things about karate kid like one of my friends said that over lockdown he was just like i need something new to get into so he's like yeah i'll try them so we watch the films and then just got Absolutely grabbed by Cobra Kai. Like he said, it's incredible. He watched it all in like a couple of days, and is now in that thing of like, but but now I've not got any more. I need mm. more of this to watch. Like and like, it's a bit silly because like
3: um, the way the actual like karate, like uh, like they've all like okay, so you know in karate they you get belts and you rank up, don't you? Yeah. And like black belt's the highest belt. In the show, with three seasons in, and they've all still wearing their white belts but they can do flips and amazing kicks. <laughs> and it's like the, 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 the act, like the clearly, that's not the point, is it? It's not actually yeah. about, it's about the characters and the fun fights. And it, like in the second season, there's just an out and out karate brawl in the school and it's ridiculous, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> and where character, they're, they're all, there's, a, it's not black and white. It's gray. You know who, what line are you on? Who, are you good? Or are you evil? It's, it's really fun. It's a good show. Um, it's better than star Wars. Oh, <gasps> Better than the, tre- oh, the treatment of the legacy characters gosh. is better than this YouTube show, now Netflix show, than Star Wars. Sorry, guys, but it's true. <laughs> That's just how bad Star Wars is.
2: I feel like you're going to get some flack from that.
3: It's true. The treatment of Daniel LaRusso and Johnny and the characters from Karate 2 and Okinawa is way better than. I don't know. I, do I don't that, know if it will.
0: I don't know if I'll get that much flack, you know. Because have you not heard? The Mandalorian is a raise in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> it's totally happening.
3: <laughs> yeah, it. Baby Yoda's getting killed off by Kylo Ren, man. It's gonna yeah, happen definitely.
2: I do think whenever you do like a revival of like an old film series, an old TV series, it is hard to do because you don't want to just be like, oh, let's just drop back in with these characters because they're that we've moved on from them in a little bit but also if you just completely do a new thing then it's not related to the old one then what's the point yeah it is, it's a, it's a fine line and there is a balance to it that maybe Star Wars didn't reach
3: but you know but then the other spin-off shows and films the clone wars did a great job of both expanding and making those prequels good and putting a bit of depth and nuance in Anakin especially
1: the mandalorian would be considered a spin-off of star wars as yeah, well yeah yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good show. It's a damn good show.
0: Star Star Wars has plenty of like offs because you yeah. know you've got Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, Mandalorian, Forces of Destiny. There's tons that you could talk can talk about. Yeah, yeah. If I'd not spoken about Lilo
2: and Stitch, Clone Wars was going to be my other choice. <laughs> yeah. it's good. There's a, there is a fair bit of filler in there, but the highs are so worth it compared to the lows.
3: Yeah, like Clone Wars, it's like, it's a kid, sh- like, you know, you've seen it, Danny, like it's a kid, it is for children, like Star Wars is made for children. And like, you'll have an episode where it's like C-3, p and R-2 being on a silly comedy mission, but then they'll do like a four episode arc about slavery. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And like the terrible toll it takes on a planet. And... Certainly,
1: it certainly sounds interesting, but I mean, I could just never get past, like, I did watch a, a couple of episodes, but I just thought, it's just not, like, I really appreciate the fact that, like, it looks at, it's interesting that it is a kid's show and it looks into those strange kind of, like, it looks into slavery, you know, and, like, and it looks into crimes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely, like, obviously a nuanced plot there, isn't there? Um, which is, 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 is definitely a good thing, especially considering it's, it is for, it is primarily designed for children. The story's still solid which I think that's what brings people to it. Um, But yeah. I would say if you like
2: Star Wars, but you are a little bit put off about, you know, there being some filler and it being a bit of a kid's show, do some research into some of the story arcs and just watch them as isolated things because there's some really good standalone little bits that you can watch and just enjoy. It's weird though, because like
3: Clone Wars is so big and there's so much filler. I just wouldn't, Call it filler. I just like it's fun little. You, you've got so much of the big stuff the wider clone wars and the the ongoing plot of Palpatine and all this uh, separatists or whatever. Just to have a fun little couple missions where we get to watch some Padawans
2: get their crystals. That their I like call filler though, because I think that's a good story. I'm more on about like, well, it doesn't
3: think... add anything though. These Padawans we're never going to see again. Well, no, that might add, doesn't that like, tie bit into big stuff?
2: But you know what I mean? Like, no, I do, I do get what you mean. A one off
3: like... episode watching R2 versus
2: Boba Fett. It's really fun. That one's okay. I'm more thinking, like, there's there's specifically there's one where, like, a bunch of droids go on a mission. I was like, I don't care. These characters aren't good. and I'm not enjoying it. And then early on, there's a whole episode that follows um, Padme and Jar Jar Binks going on a side mission. And Jar Jar Binks accidentally looks like a Sith. I'm like, stop teasing me. Just mm. give me Darth Jar Jar. Or don't.
3: <laughs> the, like, the Clone Wars could had so much space now in hindsight they 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 were they experimented didn't they yeah but let's what if we did, did try just an old droid mission what would how would that look what would that look like and i'm glad that um in that specific example we know what that looks like because i don't have to sit there and wonder and it's george's favorite arc which is pretty funny <laughs> i think he's a troll i think george trolls, oh yeah i man. think he's leaning into it a bit yeah i think he's such a troll the McClunky thing is trolling <laughs> I, I was watching the twin like talking of twin peaks um, off, off camera, there's bits in that return series. I was like, I think Lynch is trolling, man. I don't know if I love it. <laughs> I love shit some of it's like I don't know, David, you're taking the piss here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think he just thinks it's funny and it doesn't it doesn't care about a wider story. I would, I can't, James. Down the line, you need to watch Twin Peaks. I don't know what you're to I do want to watch it at some it. point. I don't know what you make things. of it.
1: There's a film there that's based off a TV show. The Fat Fire Walk with Me is a film yeah. based off the TV show. It's a prequel and, as well. That was actually <laughs> sort of. yeah. Sort of. I mean yeah, that was actually booed at Cannes, wasn't it? Because it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was so distinct in the tone for the TV show had a very distinct tone, and then. Firework with me was just pure David Lynch. Either you love it or hate it, and a lot yeah. of it's kind of like, like Ben said, is is he trolling here? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, you should watch Twin Peaks. Though. Like especially know, like... in
3: the return, you've got to you've got to like because the whole show. I need to watch it again because the first time I found it quite stressful because there's things, there's plot that I wanted to happen that just is not happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's just yeah. we're going to watch Carl McLaughlin just drink a lot of coffee and walk around and you're yeah. gonna have to accept it so you've got to. <laughs> and it, no,
1: but the thing is though that's what that's probably what you mean by trolling because that's exact that felt like he was trolling the way he stretched out that plot line so long and he, knew, he will have known ob- obviously everyone wanted that storyline to go a certain way as quickly as possible and he just it just didn't it just didn't but, oh. And then in the end, you just accepted that, you know, Dougie Jones was actually all right. And let's just enjoy That's the just character just of Dougie John Jones. You yeah. know. <laughs> I, miss, I miss Dougie. I miss him. Yeah, it'd be
3: great to have, like, if, if we can get James and Christian watching it, to have a big chat about Twin Peaks would be pretty... James I especially, do I don't know. I don't know how you'd...
0: I just don't know. It'd be
3: mm-hmm.
2: great.
0: Okay. Is there any other, like, honourable mentions you quickly want to... Can I talk by. about a quick
3: one, super quick? Yeah, yeah. To, before the end. I'm I surprised d- you didn't talk about it, Christian. I'm surprised you didn't bring up Ash vs. Evil Dead.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's on my list. I was, I've was, i got a list of ones that I was just going to throw out there quickly, and this was one of them.
3: Ash vs. Evil Dead is a really fun show, James. I think I, yeah, know I think it was a quite, show. I thought it was a film. Yeah, yeah, it's a sequel oh. show of three, three seasons following Ash mm-hmm. and some new characters stopping the, uh, the Deadites, the, the Evil Dead once and for Canceled. all. Cancelled! <laughs> And they get cancelled. Oh. Every season, they wrap up every season with on the the impression that it will be the end of the show. Because <laughs> yeah, it was one it, of them. Like it, it was... was a blessing to get a second season, let alone a third. So yeah,
0: yeah, I, I'm annoyed because like they were ramping up to doing another film, and then after it got cancelled, Bruce Campbell turned around and went, "This will be the last time I play Ash in anything live action." I'm I'm not doing the character anymore. He's he, I'm retiring the character. And I was like, no, I want to see more. It's really, the show's really
3: fun. It's a very silly show, but also incredibly gory. One scene in a morgue is outrageous. <laughs> it was still one of the most, I think one of the most shocking things I've ever seen, a certain scene with Ash in a morgue. Um, it's a great show, really worth the watch. After watching *The Evil Dead*, you need to finish *Army of Darkness*. I was first. about to say I've
2: seen the first two. I need to watch *Army of Darkness*. Army of Darkness, yeah. yeah, you're gonna like *Army of Darkness*. I think
0: uh, *Army of Darkness* is the one it most directly kind of follows on from. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'd say yeah, but I'd say in terms of like in *Army of Darkness*, James he kind of Ash kind of becomes. It's not a spoiler. Ash becomes like the hero kind of deal, yeah. mm. and then they not they realise like that's not really the point of Ash. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's, the, yeah. he's the total he's the literal anti-hero and in the show they do everything they can to have ash not acknowledge like <laughs> the plot and not being like he literally yeah. like, he'll, he'll run away from the evil <laughs> because he
0: can't be bothered with it because he's just he's just nice. a lot of
3: great hero he's it's, a great uh, yeah. he's just a guy well he's they, just they, a bloke. They, he wants to drink beer it,
0: yeah. it it's weird because it, it like it kind of follows on from army of darkness but also kind of follows on from a film he did much later called my name is bruce where bruce campbell just played himself and ends up, you know, he's, he's like, washed out, living off the, the you know, glory of the Evil Dead franchise. Mm. And then ends up fighting zombies and the undead in real life. It's it's a great film. I mean, just go through Bruce Campbell's, like, back catalogue. Because he, he wants to do another, now that he's done with Ash, he wants to do another My Name is Bruce. He wants to do a sequel to Bubba Hotep with vampires <laughs>
3: And and so just to wrap it up quickly, be quick, James. If we watch Army of Darkness and Ash versus Zero Dead is on Netflix. Oh yes. okay. So nice that's that,
2: whenever people recommend me a show, that's almost almost always one of my first questions. Like, but is it on a streaming service? Yeah,
3: it is. Yes. I picked them because um, they are available to watch. Unlike um, Men in Black, which is deleted. <laughs> <laughs> it like, does Hopefully, we'll find a DVD. How to buy
0: it? I'm I'm gonna carry on searching. And there's a few others that I've got on this list that it's really hard to find. Any. Sort of uh, apart from random YouTube videos, there's there's very little that you They've can They've done use their to best to neuralise
2: them. the whole show from everyone's yeah. memory.
0: So I'll I'll quickly throw a few out there. Uh the mummy animated series, based on the Brandon Fraser films, great series. Uh of course the Pink Panther, the T V show used to be on Cartoon Network. That was a spin off of the films. It actually
3: was the Pink Panther as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, it was a,
0: it, it was a literal Pink Panther. <laughs> uh the
2: real ghostbusters so, I, know why
1: I found that so funny <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> funny concept <laughs> yeah
2: i feel like the real the ghost ghostbusters was ripe for a series where they just you know more cases same, same with men in black when you set up oh there are these people that spend their like their job is to deal with these monsters or these ghosts like let's see that i don't want to see just one big case i want to see some of the smaller ones
0: I, I i still vividly remember one episode of the real ghostbusters where they go into the bermuda triangle of course it is. <laughs> anyway, uh so, you know, we've talked long enough about great spin-offs of films or T V shows that we've watched and loved. Um, now we're gonna for the for the dessert, we're gonna pose a hypothetical. Is there a film and or possibly T V show that you would you think would be ripe for having a spin off T V series? Um, So, who would like to go first? You can start
2: if you want. Go on. (laughs) Go on, you went first Uh, in the main. Go first in the desert.
0: Okay, uh, I'll start us off. Um, Mine is Dread. Carl Urban's Dread should absolutely... Carl Urban's Dread? Yes. Okay. Should absolutely have a spin-off and more... like Just sort of a weekly, episodic Dread adventure, for lack of a better term. Okay. A dread
1: venture A dreadful adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Just been hit from both sides. <laughs> I couldn't believe
0: that. I know that Carl Urban's Dread, as far as uh, plot goes, isn't the most original, because, you know, there's obvious comparisons to the Raid. But, I, I, I don't know, like, Judge Dread is such sort of a, a ripe uh, character for in, it's like sort of a, a TV show interpretation, and I would love to see Carl Urban come back, because he made a great Judge Dredd, um, but now he's too busy with the boys and other projects that he's got going on, and Carl Urban's super famous now, so we're probably never going to get
2: it. What would without... you say warrants it a TV show instead of sequels?
0: This is why I wouldn't
3: do Christians. I would do a show about the judges and not Dredd. Or have dread maybe looming over it and i i also wouldn't i also wouldn't do his universe because the the dread the judge dread's law is quite wide and expansive it's it's very weird <laughs> um i would do yeah. more that side than well
0: th- this is the thing like, i say i would want Carl Urban to come back as dread i don't necessarily think i would have him come back as the main character i i would like sort of an exploration of you know the 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 city and how the different judges deal with different things, and have some episodes focused on dread, other episodes focused on some of the other judges.
3: Yeah, like you could do, like you could have a side plot of one old judge doing the long walk in the wasteland.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'd love to see sort of different. I, I'd love it as sort of kind of an kind of almost an anthology series of seeing stuff from different people's point of view in and around the city and the wastelands. Who wants to go next? Come on.
2: I'll I'll go next. Mine, I am absolutely bewildered that we haven't already had... Maybe even if it's not a full TV show, or if they even just did like one-off little shorts. I think there's absolutely scope to do some spin-off shows from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. As in, we follow each of the Spider-People at the end of the film back into their universe, so we... You know, we see Spider-Man Noir solving some detective cases. We see, like, Penny Parker, and it's a more anime-style show. We see Peter Porker going back Spider-Ham, and, like, <laughs> it's a mad cartoon. You can do some Spider-Gwen stuff, but A, she got a lot of time in the film, and I think she's going to get more in sequels. And I don't know how different her universe is from the main one we've seen, but I just think doing shows for each of the other Spider-People, it gives you a chance to really lean into these different forms and just, expand stuff a bit i think could be a really cool idea You could the, the, just do like one episode one world uh, and yeah. then you
3: do so you have the, the first four is whatever who is in the film and then every other episode is a whole new different spider-man the, you know spider-man was a yeah, book you know? the,
0: there's there's so many different comic iterations of spider-man and there's so many i mean they they probably skip over the really dark ones like the man spider but there's, there's still, there is uh the there's, is definitely, the there's definitely, there's yeah, definitely legs to do more Spider-Man oh. stories.
3: You could, Eight you could, or... you could do the '90s Spider-Man cartoon again. Yeah, '70s Spider-Man right. man, Japanese show, bring that. What where. is
1: man, What is Man Spider? I'm curious.
3: In the '90s cartoon, he gets turned into a giant spider. Yeah, so like the, he well, grows four the... extra arms. A, a literal, a literal like Spider-Man. Yeah. That's so It's spotted. like, it's like in it. Batman. There's Man Bat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they did they did the man spider stuff as a comic, but the comic is like brutally dark and I'm pretty sure it ends with him eating it like he he succumbs to the spider side of himself and eats Mary Jane. <laughs>
4: it's Jesus like Christ, really man. dark. It's like
0: a proper brutal comic. Here's the thing when
2: you when you're a character that's been going as long as Spider-Man has, you're just there's going to be absolute gonna get bonkers weird. stuff. Yeah. yeah People spin off and it. do all this mad shit. But yeah, I'm, I am really surprised they have. We haven't, even if it is just like a little short, like the sort of length, like a Pixar short type thing. I'm surprised we haven't even had any of them, of this kind of thing.
0: I think, like, because it's Sony Animation Studios, I would say that that is the main reason why. Because I think if it was Disney, yeah, then they would. Disney, Disney would definitely have like. They're a doing Disney an Plus.
1: IM Group show. They could yeah. do a
3: Spider-Man show. Christ.
1: What's your uh, yeah. so? What's your favorite um, of those? Um, Parallel World Spider noir.
2: noir. I was just about to say, I think Noir would be the coolest one because we, you can Cage. get like a proper Noir, noir yeah. detective. I'd probably have to agree with that. Too, yeah. yeah, and it's Nick Cage. It's just funny, yeah. and it's it's very sort of self-aware of how ridiculous it is yeah. in the thi- in the film. But because the thing
1: is, maybe uh, maybe the reason why they're not doing it is because it only really works as so it's very small. Vignettes, where <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't really find out that much. They just kind of like you can use your imagination a little bit. Um, I don't know though. I reckon that's a good idea. I'd, I'd, I'd be up for seeing more of uh, Noir Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I
0: mean, I I definitely think that because that, I know that they're working on the second Spider Verse film at the moment. But I definitely think that they're they are probably going to end up doing some like spin-off films where we just focus on one of the spider men in their own universe probably but i i think i am not sure because originally the talks was they were like oh yeah and the next film before we do into the spider verse 2 is going to be a spider ham one we're just going to do an hour and a half film and i was like i i don't think i'd watch an hour and a half film of spider ham but if they did it as a tv show I think I would sit down and watch like 20, 30 minute installments of different spider man mm. I
2: definitely agree. Like do a sort of Looney Tunes-esque yeah. cartoon show where it's all a bit wacky and you've got all these different animal versions of the Avengers and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be really cool. And it's just something a bit different. I think that's the other thing now. In the
3: Peter Parker
2: one, the Avengers are
3: in it and they're all animals, but Rocket Raccoon's a human. <laughs> He's the only human. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Smash that. <laughs> well, done, ben. Thank you. well
1: done Ben well done
3: Ben you go next Danny I'd say. I'll go next shall I
1: um, yeah so I've been on a bit of a over over the whole of last year in the lockdown period uh, I I went on a bit of the Stephen King uh, kick I've, I've never really read any of his stuff before and I decided to read The Stand which was really good I really enjoyed that um, and over the same period of time I rewatched doctor sleep um currently well actually i come to what i'm currently reading because it does tie in um i was initially gonna say uh doctor doctor sleep would i watch the film um at the cinema really really enjoyed it but i was left thinking that this world is a lot bigger than this one film there seemed to be so much depth to it and knowing stephen king there really is a lot of depth to it i kind of like looked I looked a little bit more into the book. I've not read the book, but it seems to be there's a ton of extra stuff in there. So I really kind of like the idea of a Dr. Sleep TV show that ties into the shining. I think I mentioned that on a previous podcast really half joking, but I've kind of thought about it. No, actually, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: you're like, Oh yeah, I'd like that as a show. It's a joke. It's a joke, but no seriously make it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it'd be great. Um, but my actual my actual pick is another Stephen King book that did get turned into a film, um, and I'm currently reading this series of books. It, it's it's the Dark Tower, uh, okay. right. which I'm i have been reading that in the in the past maybe maybe few weeks, and I'm really really enjoying it. I'm only up to the, uh, the second book so far, but I don't know because they made a film with Idris Albert and Matthew McConaughey, and it was one film, and apparently it was all eight books, I think seven or eight books.
0: They, they, they crammed all seven books into one film, yeah. Did yeah. they really? Like, like I oh, I've watch been, this. like watch this. The first
1: book, and what I've read of the second book so far, which equates to about you know, a tenth of it, it, there's enough there for at least one TV series without any filler episodes. There's so much stuff that goes on. Especially in the second book, where it's like it's essentially turns into a body swap comedy. It's like <laughs> what? It's, yeah, honestly, honestly, it's so weird. And like, I a lot of people are turned off by by that aspect of Stephen King because sometimes it can be too weird and too like, what was he? Literally, what was he on when he wrote this? And it's like cocaine. You know, it's a cocktail of things that he was on, basically. But um, but there's a ton of stuff in the first um. Uh, that type book called the Gunslinger, that would make a great TV show, and also, um, yeah, I, I just feel like it's just going to get more and more in depth, more and more complex, the char- more and more characters, more and more subplots, and, the, and I'd love to see that eventually being done justice to, like, because I feel like it definitely wasn't with the film, because the film got panned. I was going to say, wasn't well. it famously shite. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just, I never I just even don't saw it. They've... No, I have I never even saw I've not seen oh, it I
0: don't intend to. Watch it. I was gonna
1: but say no, none of not us yet. watched it but I mean, none of us have I, seen it. We're gonna have to watch it. I, oh I remember watching it until i am not watching it until I've read the book. We're gonna have
3: another so Wonder Woman rant from Danny about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. I can see I can see something like that happening <laughs> because like, the, the the Dark Tower books come very highly recommended. They're apparently meant to be incredible and I just don't see how they possibly thought they'd get away with making it one film. No, it just seems God. bizarre. <laughs> I,
0: I, I remember. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading it, and uh, I, re- I remember reading like reviews on it, and all of the reviews were like they tried to cram too much into the film and like really skimmed the story. That it's just like a, a a quick overview of all seven books, pretty much. Yeah, and they even that
1: though. I don't get how they've done that. No,
0: you... I. I, I I don't get it when they do it in films where they like, oh yeah, we'll just do the first three books and cram them into one. Mm. I'm like, but there's a there's a lot in those books. But uh, I was just gonna say, like the the other thing that I kept seeing a lot was, um, I've not I've not read that I I've I've read some Stephen King books, but I've not read the Dark Tower books personally. Um, But I kept reading that Matthew McConaughey is like a massive miscast. Oh really? Um, loads of people said that he was not the right character. That he was not the right person to pick for the role that he played
1: mm, I don't I don't quite I don't know yet because I've not read the books but um so far actually am having like you know like you have a picture of characters in your head that builds up over the course of reading a book it's difficult not to see Idris Elba you know as a gunslinger it's difficult not to see Matthew McConaughey as uh, the man in black but it's sort of weird because they're not written it's they've obviously given their own descriptions like uh, the gunslinger has like long hair and stuff and obviously Idris Elba didn't have long hair so it's hard to then give Idris Elba long hair and it doesn't quite work and it's like I'm not imagining the right person mm. but as far as like um, Matthew McConaughey goes I don't know we'll have to find out.
3: Isn't we'll the think. Dark Tower, I don't know if I'm wrong Danny, is that the one that did start to connect his other books? Yes.
1: Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to get too much into spoilers because there's some stuff that I've heard and some stuff that I haven't. I have heard that though. It does start to. Get, it ca- starts to kind of. I don't want to actually. You don't want to know. It. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, don't I, I shouldn't know. say it. in case you No, even no. Got no there, but I know story. that. Aspe- I do know that aspect of it. But it does some really mm. st- weird stuff with like his old his his older books, his other books, and also the way sort of the the narrative works in general, like the you know tropes of narrative and stuff. Um, so that's it on that level. I'm really looking forward to that. And it's like, how the hell did they get that in a film? You know, this is like probably something that's kind of like the essence of these books. And it's like, what have you just made? Like, what have you actually made with the mm. film? Like, I don't quite, you know, but I'm not I'm not watching the film until I've read the books. Anyway, so. it, I don't know if
3: it's worth the watch, Dan. I think there's a show called Castle Rock, which is set in the Stephen King
0: universe. And it connects yeah, them. There, there is. Um, it's, is there? I didn't yeah, know yeah, it's it's it's. it's like based, the seasons, fir- the first you? series is based on the town of Castle Rock, um, and sort of sets up the show. But then oh. the second season, the main character is, um, oh, what's her name now? Uh, she's uh, it's Kathy Bates' character from Misery, and it's her backstory is the the crux oh. of the second season of the show. Um, I might don't be know if it's worth how, a watch, Danny. but well, it is. Uh, I've I've been told by multiple people that it's like if you're a Stephen King fan, it's well worth the watch because it starts linking some of his short stories and books together.
1: Okay, I will check, check it out. It. Might be something good. Uh, one more thing I wanted to mention very quickly: uh, th- something that I'd like to see uh, readapted, and it's kind of from a. It doesn't really count to because it's not. It wasn't a film, but I'll very quickly mention it. I want to see them do uh game of thrones again do it as an <laughs> do, do it as an animated literally series literally never going to get over this are you just do it again no no seriously just do it again um, <laughs> once he's finally finished you got finished it wrong it, try again no seriously once he's finished that final book whenever that might be like he never is probably, never finishing that final book do a nice little uh do a nice little animated thing an animated series then I wonder if that's going to be
0: your
3: future danny maybe you should be the one to step up rally yeah. the people and make an animated show of the book that never gets written or, that, you know, oh redo the show. Look we'll at him that's staring scary. up into
2: the distance, imagining it. <laughs>
3: maybe, maybe you're the gunslinger oh. that can unite the people. In-
1: maybe I'm, I'll be reading The Dark Tower and it'll actually start mentioning me. And that's what I meant about, like, this book is weird. It actually starts mentioning me. That'd be well cool. The
3: that's like, the future oh, of books, me. that is.
0: Like,
3: <laughs> interactive book reading for your actually. Uh, they've already you, you got you that. It's book. called
0: Goosebumps Choose Your Scare. own adventure. Shall I
3: begin? Go on then. Go on.
0: Close us off.
3: I'll close us off, right. My show is gonna be a sequel show to a film from the eighties. So fantasy, I think, is making a bit of a comeback, right? Star Wars is kind of a fantasy, based on fantasy with the grand wizards and the knights and the princess and all that's kind of comeback. Willow is coming back which I am uh, very happy about. I hope that turns out well. The Dark Crystal returned. I want to see a sequel show to the film Crawl. Right. I know nice James has not heard of it. No I know nice James. No James hasn't heard of this. Have you seen it Danny?
1: No mate. No, you haven't seen Crawl. No. Oh, I no, thought you'd no, be no. Into- I thought you would have probably Crawl. How enthusiastic you are.
3: It's um it's one of those post Star Wars fantasy money maker films that didn't do very well at all money wise but has endured more than all the rest i think because it's not that bad i don't think so i have fond <laughs> memories of it and I... I watched it
0: recently and i can say i i enjoyed it that it's
3: it is it's quite nuts in so um, super quick my show in the in the film there's a prophecy in the film Saying the beast will rule this going to take over the galaxy and one queen and one king will unite and he will say and they will save the planet and their son will rule the galaxy. so I do a show about 30 years later after the events of the film crawl, I would do about the maybe there's a new villain or potentially the villain from the original film is still around, and it's about their son uniting the galaxy uh in to fight the villain. Um, I don't know how they would do space travel because in the film, on the planet of Krull, there is no, they have no space travel, only the beast lands on Krull. But they've got things like... It's like high fantasy, so there's a cyclops, there's wizards, and... Um, one, there's a character called Ergo the Magnificent who's like a apprentice. He could be a legacy character who's now a grandmaster. He turns himself into a tiger. There's a woman who like rules some spiders and I think they're, they look like glass. There's horses that can, but they're not called horses who can run so fast they go on fire, but they can also, they travel like in the sky because they can kind of fly. There's a bit where the bride, the two, the hero and the woman, the, the, his wife combine, and they shoot fire out of their hands to defeat the villain. There's a bit. The villain has this thing called the glaive, which is one of the coolest weapons ever. And it's like it's like a five-point star shuriken star with spikes on the end of it. It's all bladed spike things on the end of it, and the main <laughs> villain can throw it and kind of control it like he's got the force. Right. <laughs> and there's also swords in it, and when the swords clash, like red electricity. Goes off them like a lightsaber, and <laughs> and there's the villains in it are called slayers, and they kind of have a gun, but it's also a sword spear thing, and there's like, but people can like take over bodies and stuff. It's really weird.
0: It's a <laughs> mad film. I, ha- yeah.
2: I have to ask Ben, where do you think you're getting the budget from this for a, the TV show?
3: I would, I would. Like you
0: just keep this. You just keep the same 80s effects. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. It would just be <laughs>
3: it'd be high concept, but you know, in this weird kind of really weird, it's because the film's so weird you can throw in loads of ideas for your show like, oh yeah, horses are on fire, alright, we'll do something else for like a cow or something or a donkey <laughs> <laughs> do something like that, but like I would have the son of the king the king, a king, king Colwyn from the film, the actor, I'd have him like be captured or something, and the son has to try and save his father and he then unites the galaxy in the process. And he finds the glaive again. Like, maybe the glaive can call to him. Because at the end of Crawl, the glaive disappears with the beast's ship. So the son could go find the wreckage of the beast's ship. And he finds the glaive again. And he has to have Ergo, the Magnificent from the film, come with him. And all this stuff. It's high concept, high fantasy stuff. But the important thing is, like, Game of Thrones, it's way too serious. It's way too, like, bogged down in... Crawl's quite silly and swashbuckling. You know, we need oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Indiana Jones has that sense of adventure, sense of fun. Like, I think to the Future's fun. Like, Crawl's like, fun and, like, high trumpets in the score and stuff. That's, like, gone from modern fantasy now. Like, Star yeah, Wars it, and Game It's, it's... it's all so serious. I'd have more fun back into the yeah, show. Don't, it, you don't need to
2: be as gritty with it. No, you
3: no, really don't, it, man. Just have, it, just have it
0: as, like, bright, campy, sort of...
3: Yeah, it's a fun, thrilling adventure. Of... yeah. Thwarting the evil and uniting the galaxy with my like cool glaive weapon and I my mean like horse on fire—it's
0: <laughs> so cool. I mean, if Ben hasn't already sold you on this film, I can sell you guys on this film with one more sentence: Liam Neeson with a bowl cut.
2: Ah, oh, gone. Let's and go. And Robbie Coltrane's in
3: it as well. Oh, and wow. I think Ray Stevenson there—is he in it? Yeah, Robbie Coltrane's dubbed over in it as well because he wasn't like known <laughs> enough. Yeah, <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I thought I, I thought. I won't say spoilers, but for spoilers, Liam Neeson cannot return, sadly. <gasps> but I thought, oh, I could bring Liam Neeson uh, back. No, I can't bring Liam Neeson no, back. No <laughs>
1: <You're> spoilers, <laughs> but you just spoiled the yeah. fact. Well,
3: yeah, well, I, like, I wonder if, like... Dead. He died. He did. Oh, you know. <laughs> don't know. Really? That. Well, yeah. i that. not
1: watching it now. Um, I wonder... Was maybe it's worth died. doing a Cheers.
3: retrospective on Crawl. <laughs> or a title trash, no one's gonna watch yeah.
0: it. I I remember like, cause I I have one of the I have the posters downstairs. Like I have a scratch off horror one and a scratch off cult one. And I was looking down the cult one and then looking up any of the films that I hadn't heard of before. And crawl was one of them. And I was like, I've never heard of this film. Looked it up and was like, oh, this seems this seems like weird and campy. I'll, I'll put off watching this. And then one day, round my parents' house, the the. Sci-Fi channel was on and we all sat and ended up watching Crawl because it was on the Sci-Fi channel and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It's, great it fun. it's really so fun. Yeah, it's so bizarre and campy and over the top. Yeah. I will James ask Horner, you though Ben. Score.
2: I'll ask you the same question I asked Christian beforehand, what warrants Crawl getting a spin-off TV show instead of just a straight sequel?
3: Well, my show would be a sequel. It's a sequel show. And the world's so um, expansive, and the, the premise of uniting the galaxy. But I mean, why do a
2: show instead of just a film?
3: Crawl's not going to get a film. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. It's It's, cruel. <laughs> it's not going to get was, a budget for a film. Like it have gonna... like a Netflix show, like The Witcher. Right, he okay. man's, he um, man's coming back. I, I, I That's think, high fantasy. And I, I Witcher's think, back. So
0: I think yeah. I think you're pushing it with a Netflix show beyond like stars or sci-fi <laughs> yeah, or FX star, or whatever. Yeah,
3: exactly. It'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Go to YouTube. I can't. I can't get two hundred million dollars from Warner <laughs> Brothers to do a film, James. Jesus. Also, Ergo the Magnificent. I think is a bit like Rob Brydon, which I think is quite funny. Watching the film, it like, looks like Rob Brydon. <laughs> it's just side thing. But yeah, it's it's very like the idea of having like a Cyclops and maybe like um, what, is it, Minotaur? Minotaur. The guys that have Minotaur. a half horse. Yeah. Like you could do like high oh, fantasy centaur. stuff. Centaur. That's it. Like you could do more high fantasy stuff like that. Crawl the oh the Cyclops in Crawl is so good as well. He's the best. And oh Crawl this the wizard's got horrible they're taken over they have got horrible nails. He's disgusting long nails and it's just like oh Crawl's great, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I I just loved my favorite thing about Crawl was how many times it did that picture over picture thing that fantasy films did in the 80s where you could see like a pair of eyes over oh, the top yeah. of the image. It's so it's so good. It's like it's massively cheesy, but like the best kind of cheesy, where you can just sit back and enjoy it.
2: We'll wrap up, but look. I was, was gonna say claim. it sounds like we're not gonna do better than Krull, so let's just uh, let's call yeah. it a day. <laughs> I was gonna say I think this is uh, the, the high. We've peaked. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: something me, me and my dad have privately sat down and gone, "What would we do for Krull? We do Krull. Like, what would we do?" So shout out to him. It'd be great. Cut that. Oh, nah, very nah,
0: sweet. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> we can't cut that. He
3: gave a shout out to our biggest fan
0: that's true (laughs) Uh, but yeah so that has been our discussion about uh, about spin-offs and sort of TV show sequels and prequels and
2: Let's hope that WandaVision is, like, you know, joins yeah. this list of our favourite spin-off TV uh, shows. We say. hope so. We'll, we'll, uh, ho- well, hopefully we'll
3: get a, a video out soon talking about it. Hopefully the uh, yeah, first two episodes will be yeah I good, mean, interesting. I don't know. We'll see how they go. Yeah, Two that.
1: episodes in one, isn't it? Yes. This, uh, yeah, yeah. I think
0: so. this
3: Friday, is it? I think yeah, so. this That's Friday. Yes.
1: Yep. So hopefully and we'll it. get
3: a video out soon. it be quite good, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, See how it and, goes. Uh, <laughs>
0: Give you our first I'm impressions. <laughs> so uh yeah, let's hope that WandaVision's is good. Uh thank you for joining mm. us on another What were some what were
3: some of your favourite spin-off yeah. shows, Film, Let us know.
0: Let us know down in the comments. And uh thank you for joining us once again. Remember to like, subscribe, hit the bell icon. You know, give us give us a few more ideas of what you would like us to talk mm. about on the podcast. Please give us ideas. Please. <laughs> 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 uh <laughs>
3: I'll, if you, I'll talk about crawl a bit more next episode guys, don't worry about it I've got a yeah, I was never
0: about mind, Kroll. you know what, we, we've got the next episode it's the crawl special <laughs>
1: uh, we'll just release an unedited Zoom call of just Ben talking about crawl <laughs> to talk himself, about I talk about no Kroll. edit, no cuts just talk about crawl <laughs> to yourself I'll just,
3: I'll just be sat there like, yeah, and another
1: thing, I'll just talk about you know <laughs> just 300k views yeah. Yeah. here we come,
0: once again great. thank you for joining us, thank you for all the support and uh, we'll see you next time
1: Bye. See you. Take Whoa. care everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>